0: Come on, let's get this cracking. Uh, uh, it's me. Uh, can you put this? Baby right, baby, good lucky baby. CYP got another. I see y'all. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. can you put you this? Yeah. You know I'm rocking with CYPT. Podcast of the D with Clan and the crew. It's like my C T V. They be giving to game out yeah. so much, you could take the same route.
1: today, Bree. Welcome to our podcast, CYPT. Today's topic is Healthy Talks. Um, We're going to be talking about sexual health awareness in Detroit. So let's go ahead and introduce our guests. Today we have Ruby and Zoma. Um, Dr. Ruby and Zoma, I'm sorry, yeah, a sexual health of... <laughs> provider and advocate. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what got you into this profession?
2: Um. I'm a nurse practitioner. I have been for about five years now. For the past three and maybe three and a half years, I've been doing HIV prevention first in Oakland County and now in the city of Detroit. So we're here with my team at Detroit Community Health Connection just to talk about a little bit of what we do.
1: Okay. Um, Moving on, we also have Daryl Johnson in the studio, a key figure. In prevention services. As a prep navigator and outreach assistant, can you please tell us a little bit about your journey and what got you started in this business?
0: Oh, wow. Um, Yeah, Um, I've been advocating and, well, advocating first for over 20 years in the LGBTQ plus community. Um, I worked normal jobs other places, and um, I was always advocating and helping navigate them through processes of getting HIV Mm -hmm. tests and everything. So, my best friend, London, shout out to London, um, told me, like, you need to start just getting paid for it, and here I am.
1: Okay. And last but not least, we have Foshana Wilson, also a prep navigator and advocate for raising awareness. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes. I have been with DCHC for, like,
3: 10 years, and I've been, I was, like, kind of forced into the... You know, role that I am, which is pretty cool. I've been in the role at this point for over a year now. No so way. I've been focusing on the sexual health and it's been pretty good. Well,
1: that's nice.
2: And yeah, she gets to work with us. So. Yeah, okay. y'all seem like a yeah. fun team.
1: I just add? I <laughs> So today we're going to be talking about the mission, I mean, the mission of DCHC prep team and DCHC is the Detroit Community Health Connection. So can you just let us know what you're exploring right now on your team and what your mission is?
2: Okay, I'll start. So the mission of DCHC prep team is to work with the National um, Strategy for ending HIV um, epidemic in the United States. So what we do is HIV testing, STI testing treatment, and PrEP, or pre-exposure prophylaxis, and also PEP, which is post-exposure prophylaxis.
1: Can you tell us what PrEP stands for?
2: Okay, so PrEP is pre-exposure prophylaxis, and what it is is a group of medications that people can take who have sexual activities that may put them at increased exposure for HIV transmission. So you take it before exposure. So mm-hmm. before you have any kind of condomless sex and then it's very effective at decreasing your risk of contracting HIV sexually and even if you're someone that uses IV drug use. Whereas post-exposure prophylaxis is for someone who's had an exposure. So a needle stick, a needle injury, condomless sex, and then within 72 hours you can take some of the same medications and it decreases that risk of HIV transmission.
1: Okay. Mm. you want to add anything? Oh,
0: yeah. Um, (laughs) Another mission of the Detroit Community Health Connections Rep Team is to educate everyone on letting them know that PrEP is for everyone, not just the LBGPQ community, not just transgender, it's for everyone. Right. Exactly. Yeah.
1: And it's not
3: just for people with HIV. It's for yeah. people without HIV. Yeah. Okay.
1: That kind of ties into my next question. Um, Just discussing the state of sexual health in Detroit and some things that people should know or different challenges that you would like to address that you kind of see in, like, everyday life in your profession.
0: Um, It's the stigma of... Because PrEP, the medication is an HIV drug. Mm -hmm. So people don't want to have that bottle in their home because if you Google it, it's going to say it's an HIV med. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the barriers of why people will not.
1: Because it comes off as like it's already something. Yeah,
0: that they have. Yep.
1: Okay.
2: Mm -hmm. Um, I kind of really forgot what the question was. Um, The state of sexual health in Detroit. (laughs) What I was gonna say. So, Detroit, like a lot of major cities, has a lot of incidences of all STIs including HIV, including syphilis. But Detroit itself has a large amount of folks that are actually living with HIV, so that is why the funding from the Ending the Health HIV epidemic was uh, provided to Detroit. So it's national, there's a lot of counties, but Wayne County is one in Detroit itself. And there are several zip codes where the The numbers are high, so that's how the money was distributed. And that is how our team is able to exist because we get funding from the government to be able to do our part at ending the HIV epidemic.
1: So does your address have to say um, Detroit for you to be qualified to come to your um, team? No, Mm
0: -hmm. We don't turn away
1: away anybody. Okay, that's nice. So, just out of curiosity, do you guys have any personal stories that you would like to share, um, just about your experience? My no name's or nothing. I, I didn't, <laughs> no I've so right. had um,
0: so many wild experiences doing outreach. Like the different stories you hear from people of the the scares that they get from con- almost contracting HIV is it's crazy. So that makes – so when I sit at the table and they tell me thank you for doing this, that is, like, great to hear because they didn't know. They don't know.
3: Yeah. yeah Well, what I have – I can say since I have been on the team, um, we have, like, actually encountered where we seen the person and we could have got them on PrEP and they didn't get on PrEP. And then, like, six months later, we find out they HIV positive. So, you know, it's kind of – Definitely needed out there, and it should be talked about, you know, so that people can know about it.
1: What are some ways you think it could be um, exposed a little better? Like, as far as information or more people knowing about your program that you have going on?
2: Well, since we decided to lose our podcast virginity together, <laughs> this is one example of how we can get the word out. Because right. like Foshana said earlier, some people think that PrEP is for people living with HIV. Right. And as Durrell said, some people think that PrEP is only for certain people. So PrEP is probably not going to be that helpful for people who aren't having sex at all. But- Those people also may just want to get started taking PrEP before they start having sex. But really, if you're someone that is sexually active, Mm -hmm. then PrEP may be for you. So that's one of the main things that we want to get across, right? Because it's the sexual activities that put you at a higher risk of exposure, more so than who you're having sex with, right? Because it doesn't matter who you have sex with if they're not living with HIV, Right. So part of that is just that simple thing, letting people know what it is, how it may be a benefit for them, because when you assess your own risks or think about your own activities, you may be more apt to uh, think that it may be for you once you see that it is actually an option. But when you're totally just in a bubble of where you don't think where you think it's for other people, then. It's not as helpful. Um, but social media, which we'll give y'all our socials at the end, we use that to advertise. Um, and we try to be out in the community, and Daryl can tell you about all the community events that we go to. We're out here.
1: want to tell us about something? Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> we do um, Gospel Against AIDS. Um, we go to all... Well, we don't go to all the pride events, but we go to the main pride events here, um, I sit on the council of um, that Michigan HIV AIDS Council. Um, I'm a co-chairperson on the com- committee engagement. Um, so through that avenue, I'm able to spread information that we have going on, and it spreads out to a broader audience. So not only are we contacting or me- what was that meeting or Touching mm-hmm. people in Detroit and surrounding, we go up to the Upper Peninsula now. So, okay.
3: yeah, yeah. we also have a billboard. We just mm-hmm. Got it. it oh yeah. Between uh, what six mile, six
1: and seven. Oh miles, yeah, seven on seventy-five five. between
0: six and seven mile going south. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. We'll
1: have to take that out.
2: <laughs> We're trying that to get the word cool.
1: out.
3: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have a few more we'll be popping up around your neighborhood soon. Yeah. I'm <laughs> get tired of seeing that. <laughs> So Never that.
1: moving on to insights, what are some valuable lessons you've learned while working in the field of sexual health, and how do these lessons help guide your efforts? I can say that
3: it first kind of starts with the primary care. Like, you know, that's where the word needs to, like, start. Once you go to your doctor and get your physical or your will visits and stuff like that, then the doctors can kind of push on it, especially if you get high STI rates and you always come in you get STI so they won't be perfect candidates for PrEP but it's not talked about within the outside of you know PrEP people or somebody who already know about PrEP so if they don't know about it they should be informed about it.
2: Now say so you just need to normalize HIV testing as just part of your normal care normalize STI testing normalize talking about PrEP the CDC says that Everybody should be talked about PrEP if they're sexually active. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the things. But as far as insights, for me, I just, I'm somebody who has always been interested in sexual health. I have done some extra training <laughs> in sexual health, but what's most insightful for me is just recognizing myself and the people I encounter in the community, the, the patients that come to see me. Because the stigma is what's um, keeping our rates high. It's killing us, right? Mm-hmm. And it's because we can't see the humanity and in, in other people. And also, you can't see just how the things that you take for granted, other people are suffering
3: from. Right.
0: Oh, you want me to? Say <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but like. Like, honestly, I just feel like I should just be myself. The insight I get is the openness of the patient once I go in a room. Because I'm not coming in a room because I'm not a doctor, so I'm not going to come in stone-faced. I'm coming in as soon you're speaking to your friend. So they open up a little more, mm-hmm. and then you send, then you got to coming in right after me, and she's just as silly as I am. And then you got Ruby coming in. It's, our dynamic is just crazy. So they just feel so welcome, and they feel open to talk about it, and they're not scared. To be like, to get the test. They're not scared to get the medication. So it, it's just who you encounter will make you decide what you want to do.
2: Yeah. The in patients person. are fun. They just drive what we do. We be like crazy.
0: talking to people.
2: I didn't realize I was supposed to be stone-faced. I'm going to try that
1: no, don't do that. <laughs> we like when you, uh, feeling comfortable yeah. when we go to the doctor in general. So then for that to be the topic as well, I think it makes it more comfortable to have people that you can relate to or laugh. Because I'm very loud.
0: (laughs) loud.
2: And providers are not comfortable Mm -hmm. talking about sex. We are, but there are very few people or none that come to see us, right?
0: She (laughs) just got that
3: (laughs) way. Kicking and screaming. We getting her together.
2: But most people who come (laughs) to see us are having sex, right? So that Mm kind of takes the elephant out of the room. It's not you know what i mean so you know if you're coming to see us we're going to be talking about sexual things so we're pretty comfortable everybody needs to uh work on themselves though there's you know your biases and all of that stuff you have them you're human you just put that out the door and then you just create a space where patients can be comfortable like daryl said because mm-hmm. this is touchy stuff. When you start asking people what parts of the body they having sex with, what they putting in here, taking out of here. And you'll be surprised. <laughs> you so know, surprised. Yeah, so it's like you have to just be able to say, oh, okay, well, good. Okay. Or sometimes I'm like, for real <laughs> And then <laughs> I check it down for something to try later. But, <laughs> you know, it's just that we just like to have that level of professionalism we still are professional we may be silly we know what we're doing we know what we're we're talking about we give our patients excellent care but we just have a good time as well
0: you don't be there all day either
1: that's important yeah so is there anything that you all have that you're working on right now like upcoming events or different things you're doing in the community that the people can look forward to
0: well we do have a, a women in prep brunch. It's a center. Um, it's centered on women, particularly this, this time. It's because women are the highest rate of HIV recipients. So
2: we focus-
1: Detroit or like in general. In, so general. So if you
2: look at the big scope of the numbers, mm-hmm. then it would be black men that are gay or bisexual, right? But out of the 18% of women that are diagnosed with HIV, per the recent stats, 54% of those women are black, okay? And then out of the 2% of transgender women that have been diagnosed with HIV, 46% of them are black women, right? So that's saying there's a problem generally with black folks anyway, which is evidenced by any kind of health condition that you can think of, the burden is always highest on us. But as Daryl said earlier, there's a lot of um, focus on other communities when it comes to prevention, when it comes to HIV advocacy. And so it's important to us now, especially since um, National Black HIV AIDS and Awareness Day is coming up on February 7th, that we do something that's specifically for black women. right? The data says that things that reduce barriers to PrEP for black women is having black providers, mm-hmm. having people that, see, that look like them when they come into the clinic. So we have been working on that. DCHC is pretty black, but you know, our team is this. And then this is a way for us to continue to work on our same mission of ending the HIV um, epidemic, but doing something specifically for black women we running it with mostly black women Enduro. and girl and another <laughs> man, um, but this is something that's very important to us. It was important to me. My team got right on board with me. We're doing it on February tenth <laughs> down at the Michigan State University Detroit Center on Woodward. Mm-hmm. Um, it was invitation. Well, you had to RSVP. It wasn't invitation only. We had it on our socials and everything. We still have a few spots left. Our plan is to provide good information in a small enough chunk that is easily digestible just so that women know what prep is and that is for
0: us too.
2: Right. And um, and then we should have some good food too.
0: Hopefully. <laughs> I want some, um, some, some, some fake
1: Moses. okay well i don't really have any more questions for you all is there anything that you all want to add before i close this out
0: yeah don't be scared to come see us we at 611 martin luther king boulevard detroit michigan 48201 Uh, we're always there well i'm always there (laughs) <laughs> they're uh, they're at our other <laughs> clinic on Monday, but right. they're there Tuesday through Friday. We're always there. Um, we do free um, STI testing, no insurance required. Just mm-hmm. come on and see us. Ask for Daryl, Ruby, or Phil Shana. They're going to know what you're there for, and they're going to get you straight to us.
2: Yep. We do free HIV testing as well. We can do all kinds of linkage if you need PrEP, whether you have insurance or not. Um, What's yep. our number? Three one three eight
1: three two two nine three two And you said your social media as well.
0: Um yeah it's DCHC Prep on Instagram is DCHC Prep on Twitter now X. We don't have a Facebook page. But yeah.
2: We on some uh other sites too. Oh, um, I, <laughs> I have an account
0: on Jack and Grinder and all those. Yeah. yeah,
2: absolutely. That's where we get. Back. We out just we want y'all to know we out here grinding.
0: I'm everywhere because we yeah. want
2: we have something good going on to provide to patients. We just want y'all to know we here. Come holler at us and we'll take good care of
1: you. I really love that, that y'all doing this with the community. I think one place this is needed is like in high schools and things like that. Yeah. Or schools in general. Well, we got to that get too. There. We're
2: trying to yeah. get there. There's rules when you. It, yeah,
0: when you got because you, you need parent consent. You, you need a lot.
2: But if you let <laughs> us put our truck out in the park <laughs> <laughs> we do come to the folks. But we right? are planning
0: to do something with children. But we just need we, it's, we want it to be a parent and child mm-hmm. prep thing, yeah. so the parent can learn and the child can learn.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Daryl, Ruby, and Phil Shana. We really oh, appreciate you. having you as guests, and I hope our viewers just get into this conversation. Get on prep. Pre- <laughs> yeah, get on, on prep.
2: All right, do you appreciate us you with prepared? cash? Or? I appreciate
1: y'all <laughs> 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 For me and the CYPT fam. <laughs> okay, I like that song in the beginning. That was I right. like, Okay, I wasn't prepared for that. That's our jingle. Okay, okay. jingle. Yeah. You have
0: just listened to the Can You Picture This podcast? The podcast for the strongest, fastest, most powerful t shirt slash print shop on this side of the eastern seaboard. You can catch us in the heart of Detroit, Greenfield and Grand River, Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Our address is 14223 Greenfield Road, Detroit, Michigan 48227. Our phone number is 313 313- Two, seven, three, five, thousand.